Welcome to Simple Truth, a weekly broadcast dedicated to the exhortation and equipping of the body of Christ. And now, here's Pastor Terrence Williams and Pastor Mark Wingfield. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Mark Wingfield. I'm here with Pastor Terrence Williams and Sam King, the producer of our show, and our show is Simple Truth Radio. We are a Facebook ministry that records shows on a variety of topics. We also can be found on Spotify podcast, Google podcast, or Apple podcasts. And so you can be watching on that. Um, we record uh, four episodes or so a month, and then Sam King puts them out there for you to listen to on our podcasts. Um, and we try to talk about just a variety of things. Uh, we just did one um, for our most recent podcast on uh, war and uh, talked a little bit about just war theory, talked a little bit about what Christians should see in, uh, in, in, in war. So we're going to go away from that now and talk about something different. Um, uh, Terrence, let me ask you before we get to, to, the, to the main part of what we're going to talk about. Tell me, uh, what kind of student were you? when you were in uh when when you were in high school middle school high school um i would say probably a uh lower b probably c plus mostly you know okay. a b student uh could have so, definitely could have done better for sure um sure i just so an average I, I was, yeah i was average i was i was a better college student than i was a high school Okay. Okay. I was, I was definitely a better seminary student than college student. And I was a better college student than uh, high school. Um, once I got used to, to college, but, but think about this. So you said, uh, low B high C, how, how do you think your grade might've been affected if in, in, in your classes, no, never, no matter how badly you did on a test or on a project or on a homework uh, assignment, um, if, if it didn't matter how bad you did, if the lowest score you could ever get on that uh, was a 60, okay? So, so hey, you, you've got a test, and it's got 50 questions on it, and you get five of them right. <laughs> um, but instead of getting a 10%, you got a 60, and so on. Uh, maybe your grades would have been better. Um, maybe, would, maybe, maybe uh, the score would have been better. I'm not asking, would you know right. anymore? Because I think we know the answer to that. Your grade might have looked better, right? You might have been more of a solid right. beast. Uh, but, yeah. you know, tell, tell well, everybody I mean, what we're uh, going to be talking about today. Um, in this day and age in the society, um, we are buying into the faulty belief that if we can lower standards for people, we're actually helping them. Um, the big word today is equity, uh, where we wanting to, you know, we're wanting to be sympathetic toward people who are in ch more challenged in society, what we consider uh, lower income people, people in tougher neighborhoods and things like that. Uh, we, we we're coming from a premise that they, uh, have less capabilities of learning than people who are in more affluent, uh, more stable environment. So the thought is, you know, should we lower the standards? Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's an actual thing, what, what Pastor Mark is talking about, that, you know, the lowest grade that a teacher can hand out uh, now is a 60 
Um, even though that's not failing, it's not a zero. I mean, if you sit in a classroom and just write your name on a test and turn it in blank, the worst thing that they can give you is a 60 and they're intentional on passing you. Now, I don't know about you, Mark, but, um, uh, in my days in elementary school, that last report card, I always wanted to flip it over to the back to see that I've been promoted to the next grade. So I could take a sigh of relief and say, Woo, I made it. I'm going to the sixth grade or I'm going to the seventh grade. Um, I think that fear has been removed. And um, the question is, is, you know, the question that I have is, should we lower the standards or should we expect people to rise to the standard? We should have a standard, whether it be education, whether it be behavior, uh, even in the church spiritually, we ought to have a standard. You know, if you have a standard, and you fall short from it, you repent in the Bible. Um, you study harder or you, you, you rise up and, and, and get tutoring or whatever you need to do instead of us lowering the uh, standards so that you can uh, get a grade that's really not uh, indicative of what work you're, you're doing. Uh, but we feel better and we feel like we've helped you by passing you along. Uh, it doesn't do you any favor in the long run. Uh, neither does it in as as far as spiritually. It doesn't do you any any good to be passed along as well. So I mean, educational wise, just behavior wise, you know, there has to be a standard. And you know, both of us being in the ministry and teaching the Bible, we know that there's a standard, and we know that D- Jesus lived that uh, according to that standard perfectly. And he died in our place because we couldn't do it. But that does not mean that mm-hmm. the standard should be lowered or removed or not even talked about at all. Uh, grace is not the removal of the standard. It is the recognition that the standard has been met by somebody else. <laughs> and we oh, get okay. the chance yeah. to be redeemed based on his on his merit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Uh, everything you said is right on. Um, the, uh, the lowering of standards is, uh, is, is across the board. Uh, just realizing that instead of expecting people to meet hard expectations and to train them and to expect them to do right and to, um, discipline themselves into doing right, then the, uh, the standard is just lowered and that for we can say, well, you know, they all reached that standard, but we know that the standard is not nearly high enough. Now that can have ramifications all across the board. Um, and we, we could talk about them, but, uh, but, but spiritually, of course, as, as pastors, that's what I think of. And I think of what Jesus said um, in Matthew chapter five, um, beginning in verse 17, Jesus said, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them for truly, I say to you until Heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called the least in heaven, uh, in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, what Jesus was saying there at the end is the scribes and the Pharisees were well known 
for having hard hearts and having um, and being um, dead on the inside, but now on the outside, and as far as their ability to keep the law, uh, they exceeded everyone else. They 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 did that. I mean, now their reason for keeping the law um, was not pure. Um, it did not gain them any favor with God whatsoever. Um, and I'm sure, of course, as 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 good as it looked, it wasn't perfect either. But what Jesus was saying is, listen. Now, as far as keeping the law goes, I mean, if you want to 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 really hit the standard, you've got to get it right all the time, even more so than they do. Um, so, so, but what was happening is just what you said, Terrence. It wasn't Jesus saying, "Okay, look, well, you guys can't do it, so I'll lower the standard." And he wasn't really saying, "Even you all are capable of keeping the standard." So Jesus kept the standard high, the standard being perfection. And he required that of his disciples, even though they couldn't do it. Why? Well, because ultimately it came down to Jesus's ability to do it. Jesus was ability. Uh, Jesus was able to keep all of the requirements of the law. Jesus was able to do all things without sin, and therefore someone had kept the standard. The standard didn't change; it didn't lower. It's just that only Jesus could keep it. Now we know that the Bible tells us if we trust in Christ as our Lord and Savior, if we believe that He is the Messiah, um, if we believe that He was buried, uh, killed, um, buried, resurrected, and ascended, then um, then we get the credit for keeping the perfect uh, the perfect law, even though it was Jesus that did it. And so the standard hasn't changed. We get credit for keeping or meeting that standard, but it's in Christ. Is that what the average church? I I shouldn't I shouldn't say it that way because I don't really know. I don't have statistics in front of me. Are all churches teaching that about the standard, or are they doing what you've said, Terrence? Are they guilty of lowering the standard? And if they lower the standard, then is Jesus really even necessary? I, I'm not sure that they outright, uh, as far as, I mean, if they're a church that a church of Jesus Christ, they are preaching some aspect of truth. I don't think there's any 100% total heretic out sure. there, but there are right. certain, uh, behaviors or certain sins that because they're more prevalent nowadays that people stop, uh, uh, talking about them or even considering them sin or even holding people accountable that are living in those lifestyles, whether it be people mm-hmm. cohabitating, whether it be the LGBTQ, which, you know, we know that there's a huge push in a lot of churches to be affirming mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To, toward that lifestyle. And so that's when we talk about lowering standards. I mean, if, if you take away the ability or I won't, I won't say take away the ability, but you, you, uh, uh, influence people to where they don't necessarily feel conviction about how they're living. Um, you're not doing them in a favor. Uh, right. And you're not, you obviously you've, uh, you're, uh, you're not preaching the word, uh, the word, whether we like it or not in our flesh, which the reason why we got even got saved in the first place was because we found out how wrong we were. <laughs> we found out how desperate we were that we weren't, we would never be saved. Uh, the way we are. Uh, there was only one way 
to be saved to the, with the Father. There's only one way to the Father, and that was through Jesus Christ. And not only that, as soon as we started living for Christ, we found out all of those things that we used to think and even sometimes still thought of how just how far off we were in our thinking. And so uh, instead of having those things normalized and being told that ah, it's okay for you to do that, if you want to get drunk, it's nothing wrong with it. God will forgive you. If, it's, if you want to sleep with your uh, girlfriend, it's nothing wrong with it. God will forgive you. You know, um, then we, in essence, we lower the standard. And so people, people's behavior will start to go in that direction because ultimately, you know, the flesh is very powerful and the things of sin don't necessarily feel bad <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, a lot right. of them, quite frankly, are fun for a season. Uh, and right. so, uh, God's standard has to be remain high. Uh, it has to be there for us to see that we've fallen short from it. And in order to realize that we need, we need to say, God, forgive me. You know, I've fallen mm-hmm. short. I've, I've done wrong. Help me to, you know, Jesus has paid the way and he's made, made the way. So in the process of sanctification, which is where we both are. You know, we run into behaviors uh, in our life that aren't right. And that standard has to remain high instead of lowered to where we think, oh, it's okay for me to do this. It's okay for me to think this or say this. And and in fact, right. it's not. Well, uh, that's right. The standard that Jesus set was that we are to be um, the, the, the salt, right? We're to be light. Um, we're to rise above. We're not to blend in. We're not to be like everyone else. And, uh, and, and yes, that is a, a very high standard. Uh, what we're really doing is we are reflecting Jesus to the rest of the world. And so, um, we can't do all that on our own efforts, but we do it through the strength of Christ. We do it um, through our union with Christ. And, we do what, what I think you, you hit it, Terrence, when, when the expectations get lowered, then, then we compromise. And, and when we compromise, then um, there, there really is no more um, real necessity to live holy lives. And, um, I, I, you know, we, we, we always want to make sure that we keep people um, from this notion that somehow their works can save them. But beyond that, they are created for works and to do good works. And that's what we're talking about here. So it looks like we ran out of time for this session of uh, Simple Truth. So we're going to have to wrap this up. But um, we'll be around for more live streaming and we'll uh, record a couple more sessions this evening. Those of you listening on the podcast, we're glad you joined us. Pastor Mark, Pastor Terrence, and Sam King for Simple Truth. Thank you for listening to Simple Truth. We look forward to bringing you new messages each week. Tune in next week as we hear from Mark Wingfield and Terrence Williams.